When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with hosts Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza. and Aileen Drexler. I'm going to make you girls a hump day treat. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I'm on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm your host, Sammy, and today I am here solo again for your Dear DST and Non-Scale 1 episode. You know, it is kind of bittersweet because this is my last solo episode before Aileen comes back. I am really excited for Aileen to be back, but at the same time, I'm going to miss, you know, kind of bonding with you guys one-on-one in these solo episodes. I really do love just, you know, monologuing into the mic is, I guess, what you could say I'm doing. I'm recording this just after recording with Katie Lee, um, who was on the Sunday episode. I loved my conversation with her. I'm still not quite over it. She was, I mean, I know it, you know you're just listening, but even just uh, being visually with her on on Zoom was really, she was just so lovely and I loved her tips. I really thought that what she said was so, so helpful. And I hope that between the brands that Katie Serino provided a few weeks ago and between the new brands and the tips that Katie Lee provided last week on Sunday, I hope that this has really, you know, been helpful for, you know, getting through some of those challenges that have to do with shopping, especially when you're in a bigger body, or if you're just, even if you're not even really in technically extended sizing, but, you know, maybe you just feel like you need some help with shopping. Maybe your size hasn't changed at all and you still feel like, you know, I could use some fashion tips because, you know, style, not to get on my little soapbox here, but I do think it is somewhat a reflection of, you know, the misogynistic nature of society that fashion and style are considered unserious topics or frivolous. When in reality, how we present ourselves day to day and how we express ourselves through what we wear is such an important thing when it comes to how we put ourselves out into the world and the fact that, you know, the fashion industry doesn't necessarily make itself a fitting place, no pun intended, for people who are not in the quote-unquote ideal body. Um, It really makes it very challenging for, for a lot of women, people, not just women, to go out there and really present themselves the way they want to present themselves. So, Talking to Katie, both Katie's, um, has been incredibly helpful when it comes to, you know, the way I'm thinking about 
how I'm dressing and and what kind of things I'm doing to help myself feel good and confident when I go outside and in what I'm wearing. So I am so grateful to have had those past two episodes. I'm excited for Aileen to go to come back. We're going to talk all about her past experience with having a baby and um, you know all of the body pieces that come with that. I'm sure we have so much to catch up on, and I'm really excited to record with her next week. So, Eileen, we're ready for you. Okay, we are going to start with a non-scale win. First, I'm going to read an audience non-scale win, and then I'm going to share my own non-scale win, which I have a feeling some of you will be able to guess what my non-scale win is if you've been following me on Instagram the past two weeks. So let's start with the audience. Hi, Sammy. Wanted to drop in and share my non-scale win from today, Thanksgiving Day. Thanks to your podcast, I've recently started monitoring my self-talk when it comes to my body and the changes it's faced during the last extremely difficult eight months of my life. I decided that Thanksgiving Day was the perfect time to set a boundary with others when it comes to my appearance as well. So while at my parents' house for Thanksgiving, my brother made what I think was a well-meaning comment about my legs looking muscular after the turkey trot I did that morning. And I just very calmly said, I know you mean well, but I'm not accepting any comments about my body, positive or negative anymore, and I'd like you all to respect that. It was awkward for about 10 seconds, and then we all moved on and enjoyed the day. In reflecting on the day, I was definitely less mentally stressed out the whole day after I set that boundary and could actually enjoy it without worrying someone would comment on what I was or wasn't eating or how bloated I was or wasn't after the meal, and I just let myself enjoy the time with my family. Thank you for all you're doing on DST, and I hope you enjoy the holiday with your loved ones. Love, boundary-setting betch. Wow. This win is why we have this podcast. This is so incredible. This is exactly what we mean by a non-scale win. We talk about boundaries all the time, especially boundaries when it comes to how your family comments on ones on your eating or your, or your body. And this is just so incredible, especially because it's so easy to take a compliment like that and be like, Oh, I look muscular, don't I? But, um, you know, I think that you putting that out there, especially with a positive comment, you know, so they can't be like, oh, she's just sensitive that, you know, we called her, you know, big boned or something. Um, you know, you put it out there and you really set about, you know, you set a boundary, boundary setting bitch, as you should about, you know, that your body isn't really up for discussion. No one's should be unless, I don't know, someone for whatever reason wants it to be. But I think the the real benefit here is that whether you put up a boundary about talking about your body in a good situation or a bad one, either way, it it can be harmful because the flip side of, you know, negative comments about your body being, you know, not up to whatever standard, the flip side is compliments. And I think that it can be sort of unclear why those compliments can also be harmful, but it's because you're basically reinforcing the idea of being not fat and how that is worthy of praise. Um, I will admit I have been in this situation before, um, kind of recently with my mom, you know, my mom obviously sees me from time to time and she'll, she'll want to comment. You know, I think it's just natural for her. She's always sort of been, she's always sort of like, like to make comments like, uh, <clears throat> you know, you're, she she stays away from you look skinnier, you're looking heavier, which are terms that, you know, she did used to use when I was younger. But now she she knows uh and she actually will say to me before maybe before she's about to comment on my body, she'll now say, "I know I'm probably not supposed to say this, but you look 
X, Y, Z. Um, so I think it does, you know, and I think it takes, you know, a little time for people to get used to because I think we're also sort of used to commenting on each other's appearance. I know even like three years ago, you know, you see a friend and you say, first thing you say, you look so amazing. I love your, I don't know, hair. I lo- You look so skinny. Or, you know, I remember loving that when, you know, not seeing someone in a while and they'd be like, ooh, you look so skinny. And I'd be like, that is the dream. Now I know that the flip side of that is sort of the assumed lack of approval if you aren't skinny. So it can be harmful. Even compliments can be harmful as much as we love a compliment. But boundary setting batch, I am so proud of you. You really have conquered this particular challenge and it's a really awesome example for how to take and maybe even give compliments. So this is why this is why we're here to kind of work through these things. Your value your value does not get derived from your body. And so I guess maybe it's just not even really worth commenting on at all. Thank you boundary setting batch. I'm really proud. Now I'm going to do mine on scale win. And if you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I have been in the process of freezing my embryos. And it's quite a taxing process. You know, I first I will preface by saying Generally, it is a taxing process. I personally am very grateful to have had the lesser taxing end of the process for a number of reasons, but that doesn't mean that I that it's not a lot, that it's not a big a big moment. It's not it is an expensive process. I've had to go to um, the, the clinic. I'm using RMA in New York, and I've had to go there almost every day since I started. I gave myself my first shot last Tuesday night, and I think there have only been two days since then. Right now, I'm recording on the following Wednesday. I think there's only been two days, including the weekend, that I did not go to the clinic to get checked in the morning. You have to go pretty early. They do those appointments. They do those daily checkups between 7 and 10. So I've been going before work, went on Saturday. And every morning... It's been, you know, you go, you get blood work, you get an ultrasound. And while it's been okay, I will say for, for me, it has been okay, smooth. Um, the, the clinic's not too far from my apartment, um, just a few, just a couple blocks. Um, actually, it's a little further, but whatever, not important. Um, yeah, the I just think if if I were in a position where this were – kind of a dire situation or I or hadn't been able to get pregnant or if it, I need to do this for a fertility reason or a health reason or whatever it is, I can't even imagine the stress that it would put on somebody to have to have the fucking ultrasound wand pushed up their vagina every morning and have blood taken. And, you know, you see the ultrasound and did the idea that it, you know, the results you could be getting could not be working. I just can't even imagine the level at which that is mentally taxing. And I do want to say by, this is mine on scale win, but I want to give everyone who may be listening, who has maybe been through this or is even considering going through it, just a lot of props because it's not easy. It is so much mental, emotional, and physical labor. It can be a very painful process depending on how you react to the hormones. It can be 
a very emotional process, depending on how you react to the hormones, or even if you don't have a reaction to the hormones. And it's, I really just give everyone who has been anywhere near this type of thing a lot of credit. But my win is that, so this is coming out on, on a following Sunday, I think. My egg retrieval is scheduled for Saturday, December 4th. Um, so by the time this is out, I will have done that. Hopefully it will have been successful. Maybe I'll even know how many um, healthy embryos we were able to get out of it by then. And I'm just, I'm proud of myself. I just, for, for some background, I've never been great with doctors. I am very anxious person when it comes to medical things. Clinical tools give me a lot of anxiety. I had never even had an ultrasound up until a few months ago, and I was very nervous about it. Turned out it was okay. Um, and I'm proud of myself for going through this and just sort of trooping through it. And the responses I've gotten have been wild. I mean, I am blown away by the amount of support in the fertility community and how many of you have reached out to me and say that you had gone through this and you had gone through it in silence. And that to me is just what women go through and just don't even act, they act like nothing's happening is just oh, an incredible thing to me. Not that I'm saying it's incredible because like, good, you should be silent. It's incredible that people endure it while being silent. I don't think the silence is um, the ideal. If anything, I would hope that it would become less stigmatized and more people would talk about it for everyone's sake. But I really give everyone props. So it's my non-scale win, but it's also yours too, whether or not you have been through it or starting the process, no matter what. I'm proud of myself. I will just say that. And thank you for all your kind messages uh, for everyone who's who's reached out to me about it because it's been it's it's really quite an event in in women's lives. And um, I just want you to know that I'm there with you if you are one of them. Okay, so that is my non-scale win. I'll be back after this break with a dear DST email. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. 
Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. All right, we are back and we have a Dear DST. Going to read it and then we're going to answer it. Dear DST, I'm listening to the new episode on my walk right now and had to send in a note. Love the show for the conversations like this. It sparks and I wanted to add mine. I used to be about 40 pounds bigger than I am now and the compliments I get on my appearance have changed drastically. You have such a pretty face used to be very common or you have a nice complexion and I got, you look just like Adele before her weight loss. I don't really look like Adele. <laughs> okay. I've been smaller for about a year now and have never once gotten any of the compliments I used to get when I was bigger. People will tell me I look in shape or cute or even petite from an older woman. But I firmly believe people compliment you very differently when you're bigger and smaller, perhaps without even realizing society has conditioned us to do this. I'm sure some of this is insecurity on the receiver's end, but I do think the complimenter is probably unconsciously trying to divert attention away from their body. Why couldn't they just say, you're so pretty? To me, this is a symptom of diet culture like so many other things people say. 
How do you deal with these sorts of backhanded compliments? Am I the only one who reads into the such a pretty face comment when you're so pretty would do the job? And how do you feel about the difference in compliments we get based on size? Is the key to change ignoring the difference or acknowledging it and how it makes us feel? Sincerely, an actual pretty batch. Well, pretty batch, I'm sure you are very beautiful, no matter what size you are. Um, this is so. I guess the theme of today's dear DST episode is compliments because this goes along with our non-scale win quite well. So I'm loving this compliment-themed dear DST episode we have today, and it's interesting because Katie also referenced this exact thing in her episode. She said that people would tell her when she was younger, "You have such a pretty face," and I see, I see the distinction you're making between "you have such a pretty face" and "you're so pretty," because, I mean reading between the lines, which I don't think is insecurity. I think you're, it's called, I would call it awareness rather than insecurity. Awareness can sometimes stem from insecurities and that's okay. But basically, yeah, when someone's saying you have such a pretty face, it almost, what they're implying is to the exclusion of everything else. So I see why that compliment, whether or not you notice it because it stems from an insecurity or whether or not they mean it, you're not wrong. I think you're absolutely right when it comes to the fact that people do compliment you differently. I get different compliments now. I get compliments that are just like vague. They're like, you look great. Or like, I love what you're wearing. Or your makeup looks amazing. Or something like that. So I totally get it because what I used to get and what I would hope to get is you look so skinny. Have you been dieting? What did you do? You look so thin that something looks amazing on you. And you ask, how do you deal with this? First, I'm going to validate that what you're, the pattern you're noticing is a real pattern. How do I deal with these sort of backhanded compliments? First of all, I'll take any fucking compliment. It's not necessarily backhanded just because I, while it is a compliment that is implying other things, I would not call it a backhanded compliment. It is a real genuine compliment, and I think the person giving it to you doesn't necessarily realize what they're saying in the space of what they're not saying. That might sound bizarre, but when someone's saying, you have such a pretty face, you're hearing only your face is pretty, the rest of you, not okay. And I I get that. The difference, we we, kind of just went over what the difference would be. But I think the issue is not the issue is obviously not you and even not necessarily the other person. I think that we have a lot of internalized fat phobia as a society. Even those of us in bigger bodies can can experience that. I know that I have and I have said fat phobic things and I have felt fat phobic things and it's a process of like unlearning what that actually means and how it can affect people in ways that it manifests that are not as clear like with these two different compliments. I think that people don't necessarily realize what they're saying. They're just saying the first thing that comes to their mind and the first thing they're perceiving is your beautiful face. The the Adele thing, I don't <laughs> I, I don't I I don't know what you look like. So, I can't really judge it, but um I I think you're definitely onto something. But I also think you you know where people are coming from is is uh is one thing I would try to maybe think about. And instead of thinking like, oh, this person like made this mean backhanded compliment on purpose because they didn't want to – they wanted to compliment something about me, but they couldn't compliment my body because they think it's fat. I think that 
like in your mind, I, I get why that is like where you go. And I totally understand it. I don't think you're wrong, but I don't think that that's what the person is meaning to say to you. I think they are just perceiving your face as beautiful. And that's the first thing they're saying. And because of all the baggage we have attached to it, it becomes this other thing. There is totally a difference in the compliments that we get based on size. So again, this is all totally valid. Um, and then you asked, is the key to change ignoring the difference or acknowledging it and how it makes you feel? I don't think the key to change is ignoring anything. I don't think ignoring things really just on If something's bothering you enough to write an email to me about it, I don't think ignoring is going to fix the problem or or whatever the issue, the insecurity. Let's let's take ignoring out of our vocabulary. I think there's a difference between ignoring and compartmentalizing or categorizing or acknowledging it. You don't necessarily have to acknowledge this to another person. Maybe you can, depending on your relationship with them. But you can acknowledge it to yourself. You can acknowledge it to your journal. You can say, you know, you can sort of sit with yourself and think about does why does this hurt me so much um, or why am I hearing a backhanded compliment when they think they're giving me a front-handed compliment, like do we call it? Um, so I think acknowledging how it makes you feel, that's the key to anything. You can't – it's impossible for us to get over feelings without moving through them and analyzing them. And I'll give an example from my personal life actually. I had an argument with Avi yesterday. He said something that I, I really don't want to get into specifics because it's so off of this base. But the way I reacted to it, I think, is relevant to this acknowledging your insecurity piece. So he said something to me that, frankly, is not that ridiculous. But I got very offended by it, and I so I got very upset, and I kind of like went off on my own, and I was like stewing, like how could he say this, like how hypocritical, like just all, yeah, I even wrote a note to myself in my notes app about how mad I was um, and what I wished I could say to him without, you know, get going somewhere and saying something I would regret. Um, so basically I, as I was writing that out, I was thinking, I was like, why is this so offensive to me when like, I know he's like kind of right or like has a valid point. And as I was examining it, I was like, this clearly stems from an insecurity and an inadequacy I feel from childhood that is longstanding. Maybe I will get into it one day, but it's just, it's not going to sound good in the context of this. So just bear with me. And I sort of tried to like sit in this feeling of like going back to like the young me who felt deprived in a certain way. And why his compliment – or sorry, not his compliment. Why his comment that he made to me was so triggering. Um, and I guess exploring like kind of where that came from helped me move through it a little bit. I mean th this has since been resolved like 30 minutes after it happened. But for that time in between, you know, before we had, I was really thinking, you know, to myself, like I'm so upset. Like, I'm so disproportionately upset and kind of exploring, like, the younger you who is hurt for whatever reason, I think really 
look, it's not going to solve everything. You know, just thinking about your younger, your inner child, it's not just going to like go away. But it does help you move through it to sort of feel that sadness and like try to soothe that younger version of you. Um, that's what I would recommend because, you know, I know you said you've been getting this since, you know, you were younger, you used to be bigger and that and I imagine that there's still, you know, some hangups from that and that honestly, that's okay. It's totally normal. And I would be a little surprised if there were no hangups from that as we all have them. That is why we have this podcast in the first place. So I think maybe exploring that, like why it hurts you to receive this type of compliment who is the younger version of yourself who's hurting, who feels like maybe you're not being accepted in retrospect, your 40-pound bigger self, you know, maybe you feel badly for her. I I, I get that completely. Like, I feel poor, badly for past versions of me. And I think the more you sort of work through and accept and try to soothe that, that person and that piece of pain, I think it can help you sort of get past this so that it's less, you know, triggering, I guess we could say, less of a thing to deal with. Like maybe you, maybe one day you really will hear, she thinks my face is pretty and not, she thinks my face is pretty and she thinks my body's ugly. And I think, I think that that is probably the place you want to, you want to get to because we can't control what people say to us and we can't control what they think. And we can't control the dumb shit <laughs> that they might have in their heads and the fat phobic thoughts that people might just cling on to indefinitely. So that's what I would recommend. It's it's something to sort of work through within yourself. And listen, I think you're so pretty just from this email. So thank you, Pretty Batch, for being vulnerable and sending this in. And keep us posted. I hope that um, you know this is something that you're able to work through. Compliments. Compliments are... You know, we we always sort of assumed compliments are great. We all want them. We all do, in theory, love them. But I think there's a lot more baggage than uh, would be assumed when it comes to compliments. Really, any any happy thing can can have baggage attached to it, and that's just one of those things I hate about life. So, <laughs> with that, I leave you, and I will be back with Aileen next week. I am so excited for that, and we're gonna have. I just am so excited to talk to her. I don't even know what we're going to say, but I it's going to be amazing. So let's welcome Aileen back next week. And in the meantime, please rate, review, and subscribe. Leave us five stars. We would so appreciate it. Um, we do this for you, and we really try to make it you know, helpful and, and hopeful for you. And helpful and hopeful. What am I talking about? We try to make it helpful and comforting, I guess is the word I meant for you. So yeah, please leave us a review. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Follow me at Sammy. You can DM me, whatever it is. Email. Oh, if you have an on-scale win or a dear DST question, email us, dst at betches.com. And uh, we're excited to get those emails. And we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.